everyone and welcome to the Early Years Conversations podcast. Um, it's been a little while since it's just been me and Kate, but we wanted to just do a general catch up today uh, and to share some exciting or we think it's exciting news. Um, and so yeah, just generally a catch up and um, just to, to touch base really. So how are you feeling Kate? I am feeling polyzonkered today. Uh, I've got, a I've got, for that word. Pardon? Can you give a definition for that word? Yeah, so I made the word polyzonkered up when I was about three, I think, and it means I'm just really tired. <laughs> it's just a really good word, polyzonkered, isn't it? To be like, oh. It's satisfying to say polyzonkered. Yeah, so like all my family would know, like mm. polyzonkered means like we're tired, so... That's how I'm feeling. I've got a vague feeling it's a Friday today, so it feels like it's the end of another week. But yeah, I feel it's like a strange time. We're in. I feel like we're in limbo. We feel no further forward, kind of stuck in a messy middle somewhere. But yeah, how about you? How are you feeling? I too am polyzonkered uh, and just... Uh, I feel like everyone's saying the same thing that each day is now it's like that period between Christmas and New Year where you no longer know what day it is you continue to keep eating things that you shouldn't eat you continue to keep drinking the alcohol because you're like well why not um I I'm getting to that point now where I'm sick of watching um Netflix shows and binge watching stuff some of the the intentions that I had at the beginning of lockdown to be a productive um and and growth driven human has just not worked out so i think i'm having i'm having one of those days today so is that a dog barking oh yeah so talking about like being in lockdown and yeah just like where we were when we started where we are like now i know when i first started you know the kind of the rules of the day were you know evie's 14 so have to be up by nine windows open you need to be dressed you need to be um you know, ready for the day, get on with your homework, do some form of exercise, etc. And kind of now we are in this like, like you said, um, it's just, yeah, really strange, like just still strange times. So, um, you know, if we get a little bit of work done at some point in the day, that's good. If we actually see daylight, that's a positive. Mm. Um yeah, I've spent most of lockdown in a pair of leggings with dog hair on me. And so <laughs> I'm yeah. just... Yeah. I'm the same. I've become very familiar with dog molting. Like I put a yeah. top on and I'm like, how can this amount of hair be on my clothes? So I'm doing a lot of washing, using a lot of lint rollers. Uh, and yeah, I don't know if you've had a similar feeling, but I am starting to get that FOMO as well because part of society is returning. So I keep seeing people uploading pictures of them suddenly going into different shops and being out and about. And I think when we were all in actual lockdown, it was like, oh, we're all in the same boat, but now we're rowing at different paces. And that's that's quite scary for me because I'm I'm not quite ready to enter back into society yet. So I'm like, oh, but the sedentary behavior, like the sitting still at computers and Zooms is, is starting to get me to a point where um, I know that I need to be moving because I can feel it really, really impacting on my mental health, like really badly. Uh, and I can feel, I think we've had this conversation before that 
I think we've all seen different sides of each other in lockdown and, and we've got to kind of take some of that with a pinch of salt and, and a lot of empathy. But yeah, I've seen some of me horrible sides in lockdown, I think, which has been difficult to, to kind of manage. Absolutely. I think something that I found really difficult is that 2020 is just not the year I thought it was going to be because it was my 40th. I had, and I know I've talked about this as well, and it, it just comes back and slaps me in the face again. Actually, this isn't where I thought I would be. Um, and, and um, you know, some friends had invited us around for socially distanced drinks a couple of weeks ago. And I just, like you've just said, the thought of going back out into the world is exciting, but also terrifying. And I just felt like I wasn't in a place where I could go and make small talk. I just really didn't feel like I could do it. But it was also on the same day that it would have been my 40th birthday party. And the contrast between where I thought I would be and actually where I was, was just like a big slap in the face. And I think, I know everyone has dealt with so many different things during this lockdown. And I know we were going to kind of do a podcast around you know, what have you learned? Like, what have you experienced um, throughout lockdown? Like, we've, you know, we know we've lost things. We know, you know, but also we have learned new skills. But I've been in the headspace last couple of weeks where I don't care about gratitude. <laughs> I don't care what I've learned. I don't want any more lessons. Thanks. Like, I'm just not even in the headspace to rely on those usual techniques daily gratitude i tried it um somebody reframed it for me well a book i was reading a book um elizabeth gray's the joys of being ordinary i read her the joy of being sober uh, about a year ago and loved it and i did cut my alcohol consumption a lot because of that book but when i was reading the joys of being ordinary she reframed gratitude as rather than like kind of i'm thankful for sun and moonlight and like rather than that stuff try to be really specific with what is ordinary in your everyday and what brings you joy and so i was still a bit like oh but i did write a few things out the top of the list was a crisp butty um that gives me a lot of joy but i actually thought i've not necessarily learned anything i, I wouldn't sit here and say i've learned anything apart from maybe some like in, in the professional realm probably but personally i don't think i've, I've learned massive amounts but what I have learned is that um, is that there, there is there, there are joys to be had in every day, and you should really savor them. And I know we were talking about a podcast that we were both listening to about skincare. So I know I've, I've voiced those to you a few times about the joy of just going for a skincare routine um, and kind of cleansing yourself of your daily sins <laughs> has been enjoyable. Um, and yeah, crisps crisps has been my ordinary joy throughout lockdown. It's interesting, isn't it? Because that kind of podcast um, where I think it was Austin Channing Brown, she was talking about, you know, just those moments, taking off her makeup, doing her skincare, looking at herself in the mirror. Actually, we are so quick to be negative and so quick to notice the things that are unhappy or also we're very quick to say oh well I haven't been exercising or I haven't done this or I haven't done that that we forget that actually some of those things we do do we should kind of maybe I don't know if I'm managing to speak properly we should remind ourselves of the everyday joy like you said remind ourselves actually yeah 
taking off my makeup and using my skincare, that is an aspect of self-care. I am taking care of myself in those ways. I curl up with a cup of tea and a book for a few minutes. That's a joy. Um, and I suppose it's noticing those things, isn't it? And, and usually when we're so busy in a fast paced life, we forget those. But actually in lockdown, what's happening is because it's all become such a oneness, like a big blur of the sameness all the time, we're like, we're, we're forgetting other things that bring us joy as well, I suppose. Yeah, so I think it's a, a really, really good point. And I, like something that you said there about thinking negatively, because I, and I think I've shared it before, I tend to think negatively, but I think all humans do. I think some humans are better at kind of going against the grain of negativity. But um, I read something yesterday that said, you know, during lockdown, during lockdown and um, what we should think about is think about the preciousness of our own thinking our own thoughts and often our thoughts work against us but they belong to us so we should make them work for us and I was like isn't that really simple like acknowledging because I don't know if you have this Kate but I often feel like I am like a Jekyll and Hyde I'm always in conflict with myself with my <laughs> thinking and it was just saying it's about when you have like a negative thought or where you feel down or where you feel worried it's about reminding your own brain and going hang on a second you should be working for me not against me and kind of flipping that as well I'm not saying it works all the time some days I wake up in an absolute cranky mood um but I, I think I've really tried to develop some of those yeah, kind of not feeling grateful for the ordinary moments, but making sure I do them. So, right, I'm going to do my facial. I'm going to have a cup of tea with a book or I'm going to have a bath because I love, I feel, I love being back in the womb of a warm bath. Yeah. Or I'm going to watch my favourite show that is trashy. Um, or I'm going to text a friend or do a voice note. I think sometimes we judge those technological-based activities, but they do, they can give us well-being in, in moderation. Um, so, yeah, I think anyone out there that's feeling that pressure of what have you learned what are you grateful for what are you going to change what are you going to do how are you going to be a new human post lockdown and um, I think we're all just going to carry on and and make I think there's small actions that lead to change we don't need to yeah. overhaul our entire no. personalities um, to, to get there so no I agree and you know at the start of lockdown it, there was so much like enthusiasm for like and there was so much talk around oh the new normal and now I'm like shut your face I don't want a new normal I want the old normal I want what was it all <laughs> and I know that isn't going to happen either um so it's just it's just strange times isn't it I think um like we've obviously us doing this podcast and you introduced it as the start as the early years conversations podcast and if people have been listening to this podcast since we started we we name them the mental health conversations and actually if you'd said to me at the start of lockdown oh you'll be doing a podcast with Kerry and not only will you start talking about kind of mental health issues mental illness and kind of start interviewing actual other humans but you will also start to have podcasts and conversations on on race, on diversity, on inclusion, on anti-racism, on racism. If you just said that to me, you know, three or four months ago, I would never have actually believed you. And yet here we are in this world that we're living in, seeing all these and learning all these new and unlearning all these things. And I think that's really important. So obviously 
Kate's mentioned there about the, the, the race discussions that we've been having. And I think those discussions around obviously what happened with George Floyd, George Floyd, then having conversations with really, really important voices in the early years and beyond, it's almost acted as a springboard. And I think me and Kate have had so many exchanges recently where we've gone, we want to, we want to go beyond our comfort zones. We want to start tackling more tricky subjects because, and, and a big thing for this podcast is that we, we've, moved removed the mental health from the title and so it's now the earliest conversations and the reason that we did that is because we felt it almost didn't need a nod because every discussion in the early years leads back to humanity mental health well-being empathy compassion and we didn't want to we didn't want people to just think oh it's a, it's a discussion around mental health it's a discussion that has a rippling effect to actually address lots of different topics and issues and we are really invested in this podcast and we're quite excited because we've got some changes that we're going to be introducing today. Um, and you're going to see a lot more um, posts and, and we're going to be sharing a lot more around the fact that we are moving to a different model for this podcast. Um, so bear with us when we talk you through this because we're still trying to understand it ourselves. But we, we've actually decided to set up a Patreon account for our podcast and that is going to include um, targets that we're going to work towards so if we reach um, financial targets we're going to provide exciting um, exciting bonus content for the podcast and we're also going to have a, a free level um, patron membership where you can basically support us and get access to almost behind the scenes content because what often happens with me and Kate is we record a podcast and then we have a, an hour conversation afterwards about the podcast we've just recorded or we're continually coming up with ideas about things that we would like to do so we're going to share that with you today um, and then you're going to see some of the, the information about how you can sign up over the next week so do you want to do you want to talk about the the goal, our first goal that we've set? Can you remember it? Um, I think so. Um, I hope so. So the first goal that we have set is, oh, am I, so what am I, actually, I don't know, you'll have to say. So what, how it's going to work is we are going to, so the way the Patreon works is that you can sign up as a member and you can sign up to either the EY Bronze, the EY Silver or the EY Gold. And with that, you get bonus content access that other people won't get dependent on the level that you sign up to. But in alignment with that, we're actually going to work towards specific goals. For example, if we wanted to interview somebody on the podcast, we would set a financial goal so that we could pay them. So I think it's really important to be transparent. At the moment, we're going to people and we're, we're essentially asking them to give up their free time to come onto the podcast. And, and what we want to make sure is that we value the people in the early years and make sure that we are in some way able to, and it might not always be financial, but we're able to almost um, acknowledge that they've given up their time. And um, also for me and Kate, we're doing this entirely free. So we, you know, there might be things that we need to invest in as we go. So what we've aligned it with is basically a crowdfunding target. So each time we reach a financial target we will offer you something new so the first goal that we are working towards our first target is for two up to 200 pounds so you can donate as much or as little as you want as soon as we hit that 200 pound target we're actually going to do da -da -da -da, that was my that's not a drum roll is it a drum roll drum roll please <laughs> 
um, we're going to do a live virtual podcast with a Q&A where you can ask us anything at all so you will get to see our faces we'll be having just a candid open conversation um, and then we'll have a, an interactive q and a so that's our first target we'll keep working towards it until we get there as soon as we get there then you get access to that the joy of that is basically we're wanting this podcast to be interactive we're wanting to I think what we've both noticed is that we're getting a lot of messages going, can you talk about this? Or can you give me advice on this? Or what do you think about that? Disclaimer, we're not qualified mental health experts. The advice that we give is based on our experiences, but people tend to like to listen to what we say. So each time we do a goal, um, we'll, we'll work towards reaching that goal. And then we will obviously do the thing that we said we're going to do. For example, if there are people on your wish list that you would love us to interview, then let us know and then we can set those people as a goal so that we're not just saying to those people, yeah, come on to me podcast and give up all your time for free. We can actually, we can actually work towards that. Um, and that just makes the podcast sustainable for us. Um, and, and hopefully, yeah, people are on board with that. In addition, you can then sign up to the membership levels and, and we'll make this all available in print as well. So if I'm making this confusing, it will be less so after the podcast. So we're going to have free levels. Do you want to talk about those ones, Kate, or do you want me to carry on? Have you already talked about those with the gold, silver and bronze? Is that what you were? That's the next yeah. thing I'm going to talk about. But do you want to go through it or? No, go on. I'm, do you know what? My, this week, my brain has, and we've been, Kerry and I have been like, we send voice notes to each other. I don't know if I'm just, if it's what it is, but I just can't get my words out and articulate, which is really not so great when you do a podcast with someone. Um, but as you can hear, Kerry has done the extensive work behind Patreon and understood it all. So I'm just going to listen and learn from you. <laughs> and correct me because I will get it wrong. Okay. So what we're also offering is a membership system. So if you, um, if you wanted to gain access to extra content, and some of that is a big surprise, you don't find out what it is until you actually join, um, you can join at free levels. So we have EY Bronze, EY Silver, and EY Gold. So for EY Bronze, you would pay a dollar a month, so just one dollar plus VAT, um, and you would get a personalized shout out on our podcast. So we would give a big thank you for your contribution to sustaining our podcast. Um, and then what was the other thing that they would get? Oh, you would get early access early to the episodes. So whereas everybody else will get access to the episodes on a Friday, you would get access the, to them on a Thursday. So that's the, the one dollar patron, the EY Bronze. EY Silver comes with more benefits. So the EY Silver, did we go for $2 or $3? It was $3. So the EY Silver is $3. Um, and for the $3 per month plus VAT, you would get the personalized shout out, you would get the early access, and then you get um, access to free bonus pieces of content so that might be for example uh, another podcast it might be a resource it might be access to a project that me and Kate are taking part in it's all a big surprise so we're, we're keeping that a surprise for you guys and um, but that is free pieces of extra content per month so over the year you would get access essentially to lots more continuous professional development around early years topics including some of those more tricky aspects and then finally 
um, early years gold, the gold standard, you would get all that that I've just spoken about, um, but an additional piece of content. So you would get the personalized shout out, you get the early access, you get access to four bonus pieces of content, and you get access to our um, behind the scenes, I think that's what we called it, behind yeah. the scenes um, podcast episode. So as I said earlier on, when we are interviewing guests, it's when the record button stops that some of those more um, candid conversations happen. So you would get access to that. Um, obviously, we don't do anything inappropriate, but it's where we kind of relax a little bit. So you would get access to that additional episode where we would we would talk more um, about the subject. And um, yeah, it's just that that little bit of, of extra um, extra stuff really and that is going to be five dollars a month so what you've got to bear in mind is those four pieces of extra content as well they're going to form form a, another version of cpd for you so you will find out each month your four bonus features this month will be so each month we'll let you know what that's going to be could be a podcast it could be a little um, mini training recording it could be a resource it could be something me and kate are working on and um, so we've got loads of exciting ideas i'm super excited to share them with you uh, and then we are as always open to any feedback around this this is new to us as well so me and Kate are still finding our feet um, and so yeah just bear with us as we we start to promote and get used to our own um, our own Patreon model <laughs> that we're still trying to learn so yeah this is where we're hoping to take the podcast I think it's really important to say that something that we've agreed that we're going to do is we're going to start approaching people um, and going to start speaking to people about some of those more significant issues in the early years so the conversations that we've had around race have really been enlightening for us and the feedback that we've had from others has been phenomenal to be honest and we want to continue to push those boundaries because what we've both agreed is that in the early years we tend to tiptoe around really important subjects that impact us in the everyday so we are pushing those boundaries we are going to tackle those tricky things we're going to accept that we're going to get it wrong sometimes but we hope that you'll come on that that journey with us with our early years conversations did I sell that well enough? <laughs> yeah, you did. I'm like, sign me up. I want to be a gold, a gold member. Um, yeah. but, but ultimately, I suppose it is about, you know, we one of the things that we created with this podcast was a safe space to have these conversations. And ultimately, Kerry and I created a safe space away from the podcast between ourselves to engage in conversations. And had we not found that in each other, then maybe we wouldn't have got to the point that we are with our both our professional and personal understanding around lots of subjects. So kind of mental health, well-being, around, um, you know, I suppose, uh, everyday practice, um, but also around race and kind of exploring anti-racist pedagogy and, and, and what that means really. And um, yeah, the feedback that we've had has been so positive and we've been able to speak with some really wonderful people and we want to reach more. We want to, um, I suppose, you know, empower, amplify and, and have conversations with, um, you know, other people within the sector. So I'm really excited for next week's podcast shall we big um, give some explanation around um, what's happening next week with the podcast yes i think but i think you should take the lead on that one because that is yours and and liz's um 
<laughs> leg work. So we're really excited next week that we have got our first podcast takeover. So Liz Pemberton, who um, was on our podcast a couple of weeks ago, the Black Nursery Manager, um, she, uh, as the lots of, of the feedback that we received, um, you know, listening to Liz and her experiences and just hearing her enthusiasm and her passion and her knowledge, um, you know, it, it's just wonderful to hear and so we were as you will have probably heard on the podcast if you listened we talked about the work of Jane Lane um, and Jane's book which is uh, racial justice in early years and so Laura Henry who was on the podcast a number of weeks ago introduced us to Jane and Jane has um, really we're really excited that she wants to have a chat with us but actually we are only very new to learning and um, understanding Jane's work but Liz has you know been a big fan of Jane and her work and and so we thought wouldn't it be wonderful to actually um, do a podcast takeover so to be able to kind of amplify Lizzie's voice and uh, and you know her life experience within early years and so other people can hear it and build on the work of other people that have been doing this for a long time and Jane Lane is one of those ladies and so we're really excited to do that podcast takeover next week where Liz has planned some really thought-provoking um, and um, interesting kind of questions with Jane for next week so we are planning our usual podcast but our first behind the scenes podcast as well so yeah, it's going to be super excited. And I think obviously, for those of you that might be be thinking, okay, so we're, we're talking about race, but what we are wanting to also recognise is the general representation within our sector that we both, um, we both have identified is, is just not spoken about enough. I, you know, interestingly heard somebody say yesterday about 80 something percent of our workforce, if not more, actually are women. Um, and, and what can sometimes happen is that, that, that we then talk about where the representation doesn't lie. But actually, we need to also talk about women within the sector. We need to talk about gender. We need to talk about sexuality. We need to talk about disability, SEND, not only in our adults within the sector, but also within the development of our children. So we're really wanting to create a bit of a, a bit of a wave with this and really start to I think Kate hit the nail on the head we want to save space we want practitioners to start feeling able to explore some of those topics that they may have felt too fragile to do too sensitive to not even valuing their own knowledge base within that so we're wanting to kind of really elevate the sector and and just yet yeah, like get to know us as well as um I don't, do we even call ourselves consultants such a weird term, isn't it? But we are yeah, in the role that we do. Yeah. Trainers, consultants, speakers, podcast hosts, people. Yeah. Yeah. No, I um, just listened to you speak. Then I, I watched the Disclosure, doc, Disclosure documentary on Netflix yesterday. I don't know if you've seen it. Yes. Yeah. It really blew my mind. Yeah, it was so powerful. And, you know, to talk about representation, you know, we're thinking about the young children that we care for. There was a quote in there from a lady called Mary Wright Endelman, and she says, children cannot be what they cannot see in the world. And this man went on to say, I can't be in the world until I can be seen in the world. And it just makes you think in, you're like, you just said, blew your mind. That's exactly what it, what it 
you know what it did for me it made me think of all sorts of different things and you know the children that we're looking after we want them to leave us to go and lead happy healthy lives reach for the stars the world is their oyster and um yeah it's uh just it gave me so much to think about yeah i felt um, the same we watched it last week after um, Liz recommended it and do you know the bit that really stuck with me that I thought that quote was really powerful about what you what you don't see you can't can't change essentially but um, when they were showing the different um, popular cultural um, shows and, and TV and it was the Ace Ventura for me where I was like wow you don't even know as a because I like turned to my husband and I was like I was a kid when I watched that and now watching it as an adult I'm like that really like being allowed to kind of be absorbed into your brain waves and, and that's where that unconscious bias starts to develop I was kind of just mind blown by it um, and I was really I think what really choked me was and again it might sound a little bit cliched but the the bravery of, of some of those speakers I was it really kind of touched me heart I was like the, the fact that they I don't know just some of the the ways that they were able to describe that and give us that empathy and understanding I thought was brilliant and Levine Cox has done a podcast with Brené Brown and it is so good she is just I loved her from um, Orange is the New Black yeah. but, um she's just just some of her spiritual things I think I really was like oh she is just magical as a human so listen to the Levine Cox it's really with Brenny Brown it's a really really good podcast I don't think we've got through a podcast yet where you or mainly I recommend <laughs> Brenny Brown's podcast or quote her or any of her work in some way because um you know I, I listened to that podcast too which was what led me to the Netflix documentary and then um, I also listened to her podcast about shame yesterday. She's a solo one just on her own. And I wrote about six pages of notes, just like listening to what she was like, just it's so powerful, you know, exploring shame and guilt and humiliation and, and also the fear of rejection all the time. Like so often we don't say stuff to people because we're, we're worried about getting the wrong thing. We're worried about what they're going to think of us, what they say. And then we worry about all sorts of things. And it was just like, you know, I suppose having the time to be out, I, I'd never really listened to podcasts that often before, but having the time to really explore some, you know, maybe our emotions, how we're feeling, processing just what the blinking hell is going on in our personal lives, but also in the wider world, also with professionally within our sector. Um, it's, yeah, it's a lot right now. And I'm going to be really honest, it, it, you know, we've talked about utopias in the early years and that we're wanting to really aim high. I, Brenny Brown is on my goal list. If we can earn enough money via the podcast to interview Brenny, or rather she'd come on and just share her wisdoms because I think you're right, we can't stop talking about her because she's just a powerhouse of, of just humanity and sometimes her voice, because I speak fast, anyone who speaks slow, I'm like, come on, Brené, get, get to the point. But um, I really, yeah, I, I think that that is our ultimate goal. So if anybody can send messages to Brené Brown and say, go on this little small town podcast that's trying to take over the world, that would be really helpful. Yeah, absolutely. You know, think big, aim big, reach for the stars. Do you know, I really, truly believe anything is possible. Absolutely anything is possible. Um, Reverse aging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
It's not what I'm looking for at the moment. Lockdown has got me haggard. So, well, I mean, people can't see this because it's a podcast, but we can see each other as we're talking, and and wouldn't make any difference if I said to Kerry, "Oh, you know, that's a, a ridiculous statement." I mean, absolutely, don't look haggard um, whatsoever. But people can't see that; they can just hear us. Um, but I'm sure we've all felt a little bit like that um, at some point. I said, you know, my, if I think back to lockdown and my wardrobe, it involves leggings, dog hair, um, slippers, something comfortable. Um, so, yeah, um, perhaps none of us are feeling our best selves um, at the moment anyway. Definitely not. I'm just taking a picture so people can see um, that we look actually very glamorous today. We both made an effort, didn't we? We were like, we'll do, a, we'll do our makeup for this uh, podcast that doesn't have a video on it. But, you know, it cheers you up. So. No, it does. Well, um, I suppose um, just as we kind of come to an end, we've talked about a couple of things that we have um, enjoyed this week. So um, podcasts seem to be something that I'm doing a lot. I really also enjoyed it for the people listening to podcasts. Kerry's recommendation of the Fern Cotton podcast with Alicia Keys. I thought that was a really, really powerful listen um, this week. Um, anything else that you've listened to or done that you've enjoyed this week, Kerry? Um, I, do you know what I've been absolutely loving? Um, Louis Farouk's Grounded. And again, obviously Louis Farouk just gets to the human of every issue, but I have listened to the Gail Porter one, which I thought was really interesting. I listened to, oh, what was the one that I really liked? Helen Bonham Carter for, cause I've never liked her, but that podcast was really, really good. Um, I can't really say why because it's a while since I listened to it. And what was the other one? Oh, the Lenny Henry one. I really loved the Lenny Henry one. So that's been like kind of my go-to. Oh, and actually I listened to a podcast this week called The One You Feed. And it was on activism and allyship. Um, and it, it talks obviously about race and about the current events. But if you listen to that podcast, it just it's the activism. And I think that that's what we are trying to work towards in the early years is, is supporting our practitioners to really become, um, to become firm in their activism for children's rights. So it's just a really, really good listen. Uh, so yeah, if anyone's uh, got time in the bath or on a commute, put those in your ears and you'll have a good old time. Sounds good. I've written those down. Well, um, it's been great catching up and just the two of us because we the last however many weeks we've been chatting with other people so it's good to just have a little catch up and a check-in and I suppose wind down on this Friday as we head into the weekend and and try to um you know create some more quiet and calm and still moments perhaps Yes, I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend um, amidst all the changes. And yeah, enjoying, enjoy reading your EYFS reforms for bed. <laughs> Let's not even talk about that today. Oh gosh, we haven't got enough time to go, even go there, have we? No. I think we, we wanted, we, you know, we, we wanted to, um, I suppose we're talking about activism and actually, you know, having a firm stance and there's so many different things going on within our sector and always is. Um, and I suppose we have to pick our battles and choose where we place our energy really, don't we? And there are so many different things. And that's why 
we really want to hear from people on what they want us to talk about, who they want us to talk with. Um, so, um, so yeah. Send us a message and let us know on either of our Instagram accounts. But yeah, have a nice weekend, everyone. And it was great to catch up. And next week is going to be super exciting. It certainly is. Looking forward to that um, podcast conversations. Thanks for listening. Bye.